Okay, so we've all been there. A crazy season of life or a new job or maybe some personal loss or a move or illness or injury. I mean, shoot, just even heading from summer into the school year and that all the transitions and schedule changes that come with that, uh, that time of year and the shakeup of schedules, even that can be enough. You know, when you're going along and you're doing all the things that you know help you to feel good you know, that are working, are making sure that your energy levels are going well, that you have mental clarity. If you've been keeping tabs on blood work, that your thyroid numbers are kind of in the right range. And then something happens, something, it could be anything. Maybe one of the things that I mentioned, maybe just, um, I've even fallen in the trap that I'm like, oh, I'm feeling good. Maybe I don't need to be so diligent in taking my supplements totally forgetting that the reason I feel good is because I'm doing all the things, right? Anyway, whatever the reason, if you have ever fallen off the healthy habit bandwagon, (laughs) then you know what I mean. Um, And where, where maybe one or multiple things that you know help you just stop happening for you for whatever reason, because that something hits and the habits just start to drop. And suddenly then you're through that season or you're, you know, coming out of a season and the habits that you'd been cultivating for uh, a long time never seem to come back, at least not without any serious effort. So I've been there. In many ways, I am there. And that's what we're going to talk about today. So in this episode, we are getting into restarting healthy habits when you've let them go. We're going to talk a little bit about key habits and foundational aspects of supporting your thyroid health, but really in this episode, I'm focusing more on general health and have the habit building strategies that make it possible to do those things over the long haul because it's the small pieces that add up over time to help us feel good. So grab a notebook and a pen and let's get started with today's episode. So before we jump in, I want to invite you to check out my new, new ish. <laughs> it's a couple months old now. My new self paced course called Supporting Your Thyroid Naturally. I released the course um, in August after working on building it for many, many, many months. But honestly, Supporting Your Thyroid Naturally comes out of over 10 years of experience. It's been 10 years in the making. In the first few weeks, I've gotten some really great feedback from people who are working through the modules, which is just so fun and exciting to me. Um, supporting women as they work through the complexities of figuring out what shifts they need to make to support their thyroid health is really something that's personally near and dear to my heart. But it's also something that's challenging to be able to do on a one-on-one basis. And so I love this course. That's where this whole plan for this course came from, was a course that combines the best of both worlds, one-on-one support, but one-on-one support that also allows you to move forward on your own whenever you're ready. And so that's what this does. It combines the best of those things. It's packed with over seven hours of video content, more than 80 pages of printable resources, and they are all housed within five modules and 19 lessons. The whole point is taking just this big beast of a thing of how to support your thyroid health and breaking it down into small, manageable, bite-sized steps that you can build on and do consistently over time. In the course, I walk you through how to use those simple, sustainable lifestyle shifts that I talk about all the time here on this podcast, and as well as the smart supplementation that supports your thyroid hormones naturally. And I offer lots and lots of resources for making those lifestyle shifts easy. 
so that they can stick. Because if we overcomplicate it, then it's not going to happen. So you can get started with the course in one of two ways. You can either purchase a bundle of supplements that I recommend. And then if you do that, then you get the course completely for free. Or your other option is that you can source your own supplements from wherever you'd like. I give you a list. Uh, and then you purchase access to the course. You get to choose. So you can get more information and get started by heading to bit.ly slash S-Y-T-N course. Or you can just click on the link in my show notes. Maybe that's easier. But it's bit.ly slash S-Y-T-N course. Supporting your thyroid naturally course. That's what it all stands for. Maybe you knew that. <laughs> okay. Welcome to The Natural Thyroid Fix. I'm Sarah Geisinger, a holistic lifestyle and nutrition coach and former hypothyroid mom who has reversed her thyroid disease using a natural approach to thyroid health. Trust me, I know what it feels like to move through life in a brain fog, needing a nap by mid-afternoon, and constantly be cleaning the hair you've lost out of the shower drain. Do you know what I'm talking about? If you're here, I bet you do. So if you're ready to reject the notion that this tired hypothyroid life is as good as it gets and start implementing simple, natural strategies to live a vibrant, symptom-free life, then this is the podcast for you. Let's dive into today's show. Well, hello. So it's been a few chaotic weeks for my family personally. I think I said in the the last couple episodes (laughs) that uh, my family is maybe living through one of the wildest seasons that we've ever lived through. And we have lived through some wild seasons. Uh, But we are returning to our hometown in Pennsylvania from over a year of traveling in an RV around the continental United States with our four kids, which was amazing. So cool. Would totally do it again. Super awesome. (laughs) But transition is hard. Can I get an amen on that one? <laughs> major tra- major life transition is like super hard. And literally every aspect of our life is in transition right now. We bought a house. We're renovating a house. We're getting stuff out of storage. We're renovating an RV, selling an RV, getting the kids started in school, homeschooling some of them, public schooling the others, blah, 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 blah. And then like just I feel like I'm going to be sorting through boxes for the rest of my days. Is that possible? I mean, it's like I've moved a couple times in my life. This is like moving, but worse. Yeah. Anyway, in those moments when you feel like you're drowning in the sorting and the chaos, we just focus on the super awesome parts of our year of traveling. And so that's where I fix my uh, memories and my brain and my eyes. Anyway, all the stuff. So... I, as I was, I had to sort of stop recording some podcast episodes to focus on like, you know, getting us over the hump as far as getting our, our life situated. And so as I'm getting back into recording my podcast episodes, which will be coming out weekly from here on out, we're back on, we're back on track. But as I was just mapping out what, what the next episodes would be, it was very clear to me that I needed to do an episode about how to get back on the healthy habit train uh, when you fall off (laughs) and maybe you didn't fall off all the, all the things, but, um, certainly healthy habits fall apart when you are out of your normal routine or in major life transition. And so I thought that was really important. And I also think it's really relevant. I mean, 
I, I can, it, this happens to me sometimes just going from like summer into the school year or like coming out of the Christmas season or whatever. And so I think it's important to kind of have a plan and a strategy for getting your healthy habits nailed back into place when they fall apart because they will, it'll happen, right? Life, life is what it is. So it's funny because I, I really did a lot of mental preparing and actually preparing, like as far as like planning what we were going to be doing. And we came back and we were living temporarily at my parents and renovating the house and kind of going back and forth and doing all the things. I was really, I did do a lot of prepping, both like mentally prepping and actually prepping as we were heading into the season of chaos. And in fact, I recorded a whole podcast on it. You can head back to episode 20 if you want to hear all about how to sort of prepare to support, especially your, your, uh, your stress response, your adrenal glands, uh, in a season of, of transition and chaos. <laughs> and so I'm glad I did that. Cause, uh, I, I am glad that I was able to like think ahead of how, uh, how things I could do to prepare myself. Um, but also I was not prepared <laughs> for how crazy, uh, it would be driving kids all over the place, living 20 minutes away from where our life was happening, renovating. My husband stayed in New Hampshire for an additional month. He extended his contract um, with the hospital he was working for, for an additional month. And I was back here with the kids. So it was wild. So there were many things that I was able to retain, uh, many habits that I was able to retain while we were in transition. But there are other things that I just stopped doing. And I've noticed a big difference. I've noticed a difference in how I feel, my energy levels, productivity, ability to think clearly, ability to just kind of get a lot done. I was in a good spot before we came back to Pennsylvania in terms of my health. I felt energetic. I felt strong. I felt like I had mental clarity and a lot of um, ability to just kind of crank like a high capacity for life. Granted, there's a lot happening within our life that's taking up that capacity. But I'm noticing a big difference in how I feel. Also, it should be noted, I am noticing an, a big difference in the, the healthy habits that I have just let fall by the wayside. So that's what we're going to get into today. Um, I'm going to, you know, obviously talk about the healthy habits that I think are just so foundational and critical and really simple. They're like the things I like to call the low hanging fruit when it comes to thyroid health. I'm going to talk about those, uh, but I also really just want to get into kind of the plan, like what do you do when this inevitably happens for you? And so that's where we're heading today. And one of my favorite books on this topic, on the topic of habit forming is, it's not, I mean, it's not just about health habits, although that's obviously relevant, but habits in general is called Atomic Habits by James Clear. I just love it. If you uh, have never read it, I would encourage you to read it. It's, a, it's actually a really good like audible listen if you're a, um, a audiobook listener. It's a quick read too, and kind of one that you'll probably pick up, dust off, and go back to over and over and over again. It's really good. Anyway, in that book, there are so many hacks on how to establish habits, on how to kind of link them up with other things that you're already doing, stacking them on top of each other to kind of create like habit momentum. <laughs> Once you can create some habit momentum, then things just start to roll. And so that's where I feel like I'm at now that we're in a new space, we're in a new season, we're in a new um, like rhythm. Actually, we're desperately trying to find rhythm and routine. But as we're building that, it's really important to start thinking through how the things that help my body to feel good, help me to feel good, 
how they can fit back in with some level of consistency. I'll, I know this is not uncommon, right? A lot of us have periods in our life where we might, you know, kind of fall into a slump for whatever reason. And so that may well be the case for you. And so here are some of the things that I am focusing on. And I would encourage you to focus on if you hit a time where you dropped some habits that you'd like to start again. And so maybe they are things, here are the things that I am focusing on. And I'll kind of rattle off a couple of things that maybe you have have focused on. But generally, when I teach about thyroid health, the supports that I suggest and the foundational things that I that the four areas that I that I teach in, in supporting thyroid health is one, um, supporting your liver, two, supporting your adrenals and your stress response, three, keeping your blood sugar balanced using food, and then four, helping your gut to heal. And so as I was thinking through things that maybe I've kind of let fall by the wayside, I like to think through them in those four areas and then use that as a starting point to help me get back on track. So for example, um, one of the really important things in helping to support your liver is helping to make sure that your body can naturally detox not like intense detox, but gentle daily detox. And one of the very important things there is staying hydrated. And so staying hydrated allows for there to be enough water in your body that it can actually move toxins out. And then I am a big fan. I have two different types of essential oils that I use when I'm focusing on my liver. One is applying a blend called Zendocrine over top of my liver um, every day. And then the other is putting a drop of essential oil into my water, some kind of citrus oil. Those really, those are really high in limonene. And so they're really good for helping your body to detox and pull toxins out of your body. But you also need to get half your body weight in ounces of water. And so when thinking about like, okay, am I doing anything to support my liver? Meh, not really. Let's do that. What do I need to do to make sure I'm getting hydrated and I'm hydrating my body well and I am using the oils? I mean, this is like simple. These are not massive shifts, you know? Um, the It's just little things that I need to make a plan for. And so I think it's important to first, when you're looking at any area of your life that you want to make some shifts and kind of get back on the wagon, is to... Uh, face the numbers, right? The first step is to actually look at the truth of what the numbers say. So for example, if it's really important for you to go for a walk every day, facing the numbers would be looking at the calendar and going, okay, how many times in the past two weeks have I gone out for a walk? Zero? Okay, so zero. So we're starting at zero, maybe twice, whatever it is. And looking at that and being honest about it and then recognizing, okay, well, I really want to try and improve that. And so maybe your aim isn't to try to walk every single day. Maybe your aim is to increase past zero. Maybe you want to go twice a week or something and start to build like an on-ramp. And a lot of times I think we just don't even want to face the numbers. <laughs> we don't want to think about and at that number, because it serves as an indicator of how we kind of let ourselves down or we stop doing something that we said was important to us. Uh, and so mo that number can be motivating or demotivating. And so if you know you're in a slump, then you're going to be tempted to just avoid it. And this is true. You know, I'm talking here about going for a walk outside. This could be true with how many ounces of water are you drinking? Two. Okay. Well, that's 
probably lower than you're wanting to, to get. And so face the numbers and feel the negative emotions and then start to make a change. And so that is the first thing I think that you need to think about. Uh, honestly assess where are you at with the specific area. Again, in terms of thyroid health, I like to think in terms of those four key areas that I teach about all the time liver health and detox, supporting stress response in your adrenals, um, balancing your blood sugar using food, and helping your gut to heal. And so in each of those areas, what do I typically do? I think through what do I typically do to support those things? Um, What's my normal routine? What things have I kind of let slide? And where do I want? How can I make a a slow shift back to where I want to be? And so I would encourage you to do the same. And so this is where I'm at. I'm looking at each of those areas and saying, okay, one, I'm going to increase my hydration. The second thing I'm going to do is I'm going to set myself up to get really consistent with my supplements. I've been, you know, kind of taking my vitamins most of the time, but not all the time. I have, um, you know, some supplements I take in the morning, some I take in the evening. I kind of end up missing some and not missing some just because I'm feeling a little scattered. And so uh, what I did this week was set up an area, pull them out, make sure that they are visible to me in an area where I can have access to water and I can have a time right after I, you know, right when I go downstairs, after I get up, um, before I drink my coffee, I used to fill my giant water bottle with water, drink the whole 20 ounces to get a jump on my hydration for the day, and then take my supplements before pouring coffee, making breakfast, taking the dog out, anything like that. And so I set myself up to do that. I am a big fan of setting yourself up to like trip over (laughs) what you need to do. Trip over success. Put the supplement bottles right there so that you'll do it. Set the water bottle right next to the coffee pot so you reach for that first. Um, Whatever you need to do. And so that's what I'm starting to do. Again, picking one area um, and making a shift there. The other thing is that I was in a really good spot with just exercising, walking outside every day, and then also doing some strength training. And I just have, I mean, I've walked my dog every day (laughs) a couple of times, but no strength training in the last like two months. Um, Definitely not getting like, I like to get between 10 to 15,000 steps in a day. Definitely not getting that. And so again, looking on, I'm looking honestly at the numbers. Where am I at? Where do I want to be? How do I get there? And so that's where I'm going. Okay, so I'm consistently getting like 6,000 steps in. Okay, so let's try to aim for getting 8,000 steps in for a couple days um, and then bumping it up from there and building on that. And so I would encourage you to do the same thing. Look at whatever the healthy habits are that you need, assess where you're honestly at, and then make a small shift in the direction of where you want to be. So I have lots and lots of episodes on all of these different areas, different of the four areas that I've been talking about that support thyroid health. I have whole episodes on liver, whole episodes on adrenals, whole episodes on hydration and movement and things like that. And so for you, I would encourage you that if you are in a season of chaos, (laughs) if you are coming out of a season of transition If you know you have some healthy habits that you have done in the past that have helped you to feel good, what do you need to do to get back on track? And I would encourage you to, number one, face the numbers, uh, look at it square in the face and see where you're at. And then number two, 
write down, and I always like to write these things down, write down where you want to be. And then what small shift can you take this week to move you in that direction? And then start to move in that direction. If you need specific encouragement, tangible suggestions on, you know, maybe a specific area, maybe you're like, oh, I don't know, I should be supporting my adrenals a little more. What do I need to do? Then I would encourage you to flip back through some of my previous episodes that dive deep into those things because I, uh, man, I could be here all day breaking through, like breaking down like every single habit that you could do for each of those, uh, each of those four areas. So pick what works for you, kind of make a, make a plan and then just start, right? It doesn't have to be perfect. It doesn't have to be, it doesn't have to be exact. Just start. And then the thing that I love, I, um, I actually remember, I, I, I get, I'm sure that James Clear talks about this in the book, uh, Atomic Habits, but he talks about the idea of habit stacking, which I love. I talk about this a lot too. When I'm teaching people, it's in my course, I mentioned <laughs> habit stacking, but basically one thing that you're doing without even thinking, just put another habit on top. If you brush your teeth every morning, put your, I don't know, your, your vitamins right next to it. So you take them right then, uh, whatever you want to do habit stacking. But then the other thing is he tells a story of, I've heard this a few times, the story of Jerry Seinfeld and Jerry Seinfeld had this uh, goal that he was going to put like a star on the calendar every day. He spent some time writing jokes and his goal was just to never break the chain of stars on the calendar that marked the days that he wrote jokes because he knew that the habit of writing jokes made him a better comedian. Same thing. If your goal is to get outside and move, if your goal is to take your supplements, if your goal is to get to bed by 9.30, then put a star on the calendar. Give yourself a little gold star if you want to, a little sticker chart, (laughs) go kindergarten style, and see if you can not break the chain of giving yourself a star for doing that, that habit that you know you want to establish as a habit for who you are. Okay, so nothing too deep today. We're not digging into too much research, but I do think this is important because it really happens to so many people and we need encouragement and a path back to those healthy habits. So wherever you're at, if you are facing a busy season, if you're coming out of a busy season, if you know that there is a pile of healthy habits sitting around your feet, know that there is a way to get back, get those things back in place. All right? So there we have it. I, again, want to encourage you to click on the link in the show notes or go to bit.ly slash SYTN course to check out my course and get started with a very clear, very concise path to healing and supporting your thyroid. Again, you have the choice to purchase a bundle of products, supplements that have been really critical to my own healing, which keep it simple and sustainable and effective. And when you purchase the product bundle, you get the course for free, or you can choose to purchase the course on its own and then source the supplements and products from wherever you'd like. Either way, the content of the course will walk you through protocols and habits and lifestyle shifts to help you get to feeling good again. And isn't that what we all want? Anyway, you can check out the details and get signed up at uh, for supporting your thyroid naturally at bit.ly slash S-Y-T-N course. Okay, I hope that you are able to apply some of these things and make some small shifts toward feeling healthy and good because I am a firm believer that when you do it that way, when you focus on the doable lifestyle shifts, living a symptom-free life is totally possible. And I want that for you. Real quick before you go, 
If this show has helped you in some way, then I know that it'll help others too. So please head over to iTunes, subscribe, and then leave a review so that more women can find health and healing too. And did you know that you can have an incredible impact on the women who deal with thyroid issues in your circle? Yep, that's right. All you have to do is take a screenshot of this podcast, tag me at natural.thyroid.fix and post it in your stories. Let's light a path for all the other hypothyroid mamas looking for hope and healing and to just feel like themselves again. I look forward to connecting with you over on Instagram. Until next time on The Natural Thyroid Fix.